with me is Greg and Johnny. Uh, we are here. It's minus three, but thankfully Greg has promised to bring the heat on this episode today, so <laughs> I will be fine. I'm ready for the scorched earth input that Greg has pertaining to a multitude of... Th- this is going to be the Greg episode. His oh, like audio, his audio file today is going to be like just peak running the board. I'm going to get I've, to sit here and just laugh. I've seen what we're going to talk about, and I really think you're wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can be shocked, Richard. But I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, I do want to start off by saying um, to our listeners, uh, the the tens of you. Uh, I have got to apologize for the audio issues we've had for the last like month or two. Um, I have done my best to try to mitigate it, and it still seems to creep up every once in a while. And it's always 100% on me and my end. Like, apparently, <laughs> my room that I record in is a perfect box for Echo. Uh, and I have been trying to mitigate it, and I've actually ordered some foam pads to hang on one of the walls. So we are in a weird place regarding <laughs> that at this point. Um, we'll see what happens, but I, I am doing my best to try to give you the quality audio you deserve, and we'll see what happens. And to all six of you listening, thanks for bearing with us. We're up to six? Yeah. Well, the three of us. <laughs> I'm rounding up to the next three. You're just doubling the number that you know already had. We have two ears. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah there it is. I mean, yeah, stereo. the cats listen to us record, so there's another four listeners. Uh, the dog's speaking. always right next to me. Yeah, all right. So we're, we're, into the, we're into the baker's dozen. That's good. He finally figured out the dog bed. It took him this entire time to figure out, oh, my God, this this pillow's nicer than the hardwood floor. Oh, that sounds like our cats, where they love, we have these, we, we actually just bought brand new, super nice, like, the most luxury, lazy boy version of a bed for cats. And the one cat just loves laying on the friggin' couch cushion. Yeah. <laughs> they got eight beds. They got the full bed. They got the cat beds. They got perches. They got little playhouses. And he wants to lay on the pillow. No, our our cats, if we bring a dog bed home, they're just like, this is for me. No matter what, like like in their mind, we have like four cat beds now. And the dog's just like, I don't know, that looks weird. Hardwood floors are going to be more comfortable. So. (sighs) What we're saying here is basically... Buy the most rundown version of anything for your pets because that's all they care about. Yeah. Except for food and treats. And we may or may not have ordered a miniature tent for our cats, but it was awesome. And it looks like a camping tent for people, but it's for cats. (laughs) We had one of those uh, little pyramid. Again, it's supposed to be for dogs. Yeah. The dog never once got into it. He was just like, nope. But the cats loved it. Perfect. This is good to know. This is ammunition for my argument in favor of getting the cats a camping tent. So, <laughs> what have you guys done this week? 
Oh man, this week uh, it took me four days with Ashley. Uh, we we were a little busy for the pay per view, so by Tuesday night we finally watched the entire show. We watched nice. the majority Sunday night. I went to bed because I'm old and boring. We watched some more of it up till the main event on Monday night, and then Tuesday night we actually watched the two Adams, and that was. Uh, that was that was this week. I mean, we've started watching. Oh, what's the name of that show? Fast Foodies. Oh yeah, super good, man. I've actually we just watched the Bobby Moynihan episode, which I was kind of shocked because if you know his work on SNL, he's not that high energy in person. So it was very interesting to see him like have his chemistry with the three hosts of that show. Um, but it's really good. We've been enjoying that. We actually like that show a lot. We watch it, Chris. The Chris Judas episode. Um, that was very interesting for a few reasons. And I'll wait until you guys get a chance to potentially watch it. Greg, I think you'd even enjoy it because it's kind of cool the way they do things. Yeah. I wouldn't get, I'd give it a shot. Might as well. I still haven't watched the, um, the Netflix series where they go to Asia. Oh, my. Was it after Asia? After dark or after, after dark thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we only got two episodes into that. We haven't gone back to it either, but we did find it pretty pretty interesting. So maybe that'll be something that we check into in the next little while. All I've really done is watch some soccer and sleep. I mean, I guess that's the best buy best shot. Oh, and the forgot about the race to world first is happening right now too. In World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Did the new expansion come out? No, it's just the new the new raid. Oh. But and apparently they like hyper tuned the bosses, so it's. Well, I checked yesterday. The one of the boss pools they're at like a hundred and eighty pools. In one day, of the boss, so that's a lot of pools. And they only got it to like 40-some-odd percent. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where they're at with Destiny 2, the Witch Queen right now, is that the World First went down this week, which is crazy, because that's that's less than a month. That's less than a month since, since it came out, and people have already like cleared the World First with the raid. So. Yeah. Hello, man. I mean, Those people yeah. make a lot of money to be able to do it, so I guess if I was being paid to just sit at home and get better at video games, I'd probably take it pretty seriously and try to, you know, get the world first. Yeah. That just wasn't my lot in life. I, I, I am fully cognizant of my skill set pertaining to video games and I am not the one, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but that's cool, man. It'll be interesting to kind of have you tell us about how that goes and when they finally get it and how long it actually takes them to do it and who does it. Is it going to be Europe or North America? That's the bigger trip right now. We don't really know. They were pretty. They were within like seven, seven uh, percent of each other when Team Liquid, which is the U.S. the the NA version okay. or NA team, I went to bed yesterday. So okay. So that sounds like uh it, it, can you actually watch it on twitch or something or is it just waiting on progress yeah. uh it's it's you can watch it on twitch right now uh, echo is the 
is a top in their Euro team, and they're going right now. Uh, they started raiding 27 minutes ago. So oh, wow! So it's like they just keep running, 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 pop out to get materials, whatever they need, and then back in and run, 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 run. Yeah. Well, now you don't even have to pop out. You can put a guild bank in the raid. And uh, that's get, true. Get all the information from there, or get all the things you want from there. So it's just, it's one of those. It's it's nuts. Like some this fight that they're doing now is, I can't even explain it. It's, it's the hyper. <laughs> um, it's got so many phases and so many things you have to do at once, and there's only yeah. 20 people in the raid, so it's kind of like you expect, you know, people to figure this stuff out, which they, it's just stupid. Okay. Gotta Wait until it's figured out that the uh, boss only takes damage from protection spec uh, druids. Yeah, guardian <laughs> druids. Who knows? It's... There's a lot of things on the screen, and you're just like, bro, how do you even focus with that much stuff going on? Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, it's still kind of neat to see who's, like, racing one another. I mean, it's remarkable to me that there's still that competitive nature to that game, because it really feels like it's fallen off a bit as far as, like, popularity. But I guess, man, I mean, I don't know. Good for them. Hopefully the people that do it find success. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with it is the game itself is not a lot of fun, but how organic the the race is is fun. Like yeah. I don't I don't play retail. I don't think it's fun. But just watching these people do these insanely hard bosses. Yeah. You know, over and over and over again until they you can see them figure it out. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And they're <laughs> able to do it. Like Give me uh, the TLDR like clipped video where it's like give me like ten or twelve of their like most soul crushing losses and then give me the final like the world first downing at the end. Yeah, like right now they're not even on the last boss. Like th- this is day. This is it. It launched on Tuesday. Oh, okay. So um, they're on boss six. They're boss seven out of eleven. What? And it's now Saturday. Yes. No man. Yeah, it's this this boss they're fighting right now is ridiculous. They're at, Echo's at 145 pulls, and their best percentage is 37 percent, 37.4. So that's crazy. It's liquid. I mean, it makes me laugh that like it can be that hard still, even to this day. Like how many years later? We're wow, eighteen years, man, eighteen. It's 18 years this November yep. since like retail went live. Right. Which makes you think like, like they have some good ideas in the game. They just need to clean up the rest of the game. Like nobody wants to play retail. They Blizzard's done so many stupid things in the last, you know, you know, gosh, 10 years to run the game into the, into the ground. But the only thing they have going for it now is Microsoft owns them, and Microsoft I, doesn't is not going to buy something they're not going to make money on. So I keep waiting for them to just go ahead and announce WoW two. I don't think they'll announce WoW. I mean, possible. I mean, 
it seems like that would be a way to roll back some of the stupid choices and save face at the same time. Yeah. 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 It would, it would take somebody brave like Microsoft to do that. Blizzard would never have the cojones to do that because it's a big risk. Like you risk alienating, alienating your whole fan, your whole subscriber base. Well, I mean, right, they've, already, but, they've already done a good job of that. So at this point, you might as well just start throwing the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Right, but you could say, okay, here's WoW 2. Uh, I mean, basically making an expansion pack. You know, hey, all your characters will transfer over. Uh, you know, you'll be at level, you know, 100 or whatever. It is now 110, 120, 150. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. You'll be at your same level that you're at. But there's been a few changes. Yeah. They just reboot the story, like straight hard reboot it. You wake up on another planet. Give no, you, I mean, give just... you the old, <laughs> the old, uh, oh, what's that underwater game? You know, someone casts slumber on all the players and they wake up, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, five years later. Oh, <laughs> exactly what they did with Final Fantasy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And the... <laughs> There's a sundering. And you're like, oh, wow, this is so weird. It's been five years, and uh, everything's a little bit different. All the bad things are gone. Huh. All the trees look different. Yeah, all the trees are larger. That's it. Everything's the same, but the trees are like twice the height they were now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you can cut down trees. Um so Microsoft spent the entire press conference just being like, look at these trees. Check it out. There are six types of axes at launch. It's, <laughs> it's the Bob Ross expansion. And once you cut down a tree, you can pull the acorns or the seeds from the from the tree and plant more trees. Oh, God. The amount of trees that would be around the world would be... You would just go into zones and you wouldn't even load... Because that's what people would do, because it's funny. Oh, dude, I, I love the sound of this. Let's, let, let, they should do this. <laughs> yeah. Just see randomly. You would trees, see trees in the major cities and everything. <laughs> people cutting down know. trees to make uh, to make images in the ground. Like, oh, look, these trees are shaped like a middle finger. Yeah, that's why they would never give anybody. <laughs> in before NF trees. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we've uh, had Greg speak, um, Johnny, how about you? Oh, yeah, you already said what you did. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I honestly don't remember what I did to start the week, but I did watch something to start the week, and I liked it, and I said, I will talk about this, and it is over now. Um, But I will tell you what else I've I've done this week. Uh, I did watch AEW Revolution. I enjoyed it. It might be their most complete pay-per-view to date, in my opinion. Yep, yep. I'd agree with that. Um, I I know that if you go by the Melter rating, there were no five-star matches, but there were multiple 4.75 star matches. Yep. Um, and I, frankly, I was satisfied with basically every match. Uh, I understand some of the matches were never going to be like technical wizardry, but you don't have to have that with every single match. Uh, now that being said, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed Dynamite on Wednesday. 
I also started listening to a new podcast, the Always Sunny podcast, starring the cast of Always Sunny. <laughs> um, I am only, I want to say, like four episodes in. Yeah. Uh, but I have really enjoyed what I've listened to to this point. If you have ever listened to any of the like TV show recap podcasts, it's not going to be anything groundbreaking. Uh, I do have to laugh a little bit because this is now my second one of these TV show recap podcasts that I've listened to. Uh, this and the psych one. Um, and they barely talk about the episode that they're discussing. It's really more about them just basically bullshitting and occasionally talking about memories that happened around that same time. Um, that being said, it's really funny. And if you are a fan of Always Sunny and that style of humor, um, it's really worth a listen. Um, I know at some point they start adding in more cast members, but at least the first three are just uh, Charlie Day, Glenn Howerton, and Rob McElhaney. Um, and yeah, that's basically about it. Just, uh, you know, hit it up. Um, it's a decent podcast. What does Danny DeVito come up? Uh, he well, he's not in the first season of Always Sunny, oh, so yeah. he's not in the first season of the podcast. At least, uh, does he show up at all? I don't know. Um, I know I've seen a trailer for a future episode where the waitress is there and where Caitlin Olson is there, which isn't a shock because they're both married to uh, you know Charlie Day and Rob McElhaney. Yeah. Um. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if Danny DeVito shows up, but he just has not yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, favorite things about that thing. Person. Yeah, good. Good, Johnny. Uh, sorry, it was just I was saying you're not the first person that's actually mentioned this podcast now featuring the cast of Always Sunny, um, but they it's everything I've heard. People are like this is the most ridiculous. Like it has nothing to do with the episode that much, but like it's just so funny hearing them like discuss kind of what they figure feels like the writer's room when they're like pitching their episodes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like that's kind of what it lays out like. Um, so um, that might be something like Ashley and I look into as well, because we both really love that show. And I think anything you can listen to that's, you know, a little more lighthearted in nature and this is going to make you laugh because let's be honest, those, how many times do you reference or use like an always sunny reference throughout your day-to-day -day life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't generally very often, but I do get what really? you're saying. Oh, every time someone does something that I'm like, oh, what are you thinking when you do that? I'm like, oh, oh you stupid bitch. <laughs> 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 so that, that seems to be in our regular, and I think it's you dumb bitch anyway. But reg regardless idea. of yeah. what the actual like quote is, um, that's one that Ashley and I have frequently used to address someone doing something where we're like, Oh man, you just got to shake your head. But I mean, there's, there's so much, there's so much that you can still reference with that. And they're using Charlie day to uh market Mountain Dew right now, which is yep. probably the most perfect ad campaign you could possibly put together. Cause if there's someone that should be like not drinking Mountain Dew, it's probably Charlie day. Yeah. And they talk, they talk about at least in the first few episodes, some of the things that they do, 
that are in the show that are basically like their personality showing through. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's it is it's it's a d- pretty decent listen. Um, okay. I, I'm interested to see if they do start working their way towards like actually talking about the episodes. Like, yeah, you know, I. I mentioned this before a couple times i've been listening to the psychologist are in uh the psych recap podcast and i'd say through the first like six episodes they barely talk about any of the episodes and then somewhere along the way someone was like you know you're supposed to talk about the episodes right and they actually do start talking about the episodes and they start going through recaps and talking about like various notes and stuff and okay so I'm I'm interested to see where this kind of goes with that, but yeah, the Always Sunny podcast uh, thus far has been really funny, and I have enjoyed. So I recommend it. Um, there is a couple of little tiny bits of news that I think we should also touch on today. Um, Sean Levy was the director for Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. He is being tabbed for Deadpool 3. And he also directed The Atom Project that came out yesterday. Yes. So oh, it think... came out yesterday? Yes. So Greg's Greg's all in on the third Deadpool film, 150%. Yes. I, I already know this. That's not even, yeah. Just, I don't even That's care. Such I... No, it's such a no-brainer. Like, Deadpool is such a no-brainer anytime just because of, you know Ryan is going to get someone that he feels is best. Um, I think he posted, like, kind of a, funny little bit where it's like the Sean Levy trilogy is going to be a little more stabby to finalize. And I was like, I like it, but the free guy, the like pop references, everything they threw, like there was so much in that. There was so much. So I am super pumped and I really, really truly hope they get Hugh Jackman in the third one. Like I just, I need it. I need it so bad. Brian has (laughs) been pushing really hard for it. Yeah. I think that would be the perfect, like, final appearance for his Wolverine is just give me what I want. <laughs> I feel like Dave <laughs> Batista right now. I'm just going to spittle everywhere and just be like, give me what I want. Um, no, I'm, I, I think that's fantastic. I'm really excited. Um, obviously, Marvel Disney had a little bit of a run this week. Uh, we also got the trailer for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yep. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I, mean, I wanted to hear what Richard's thoughts were before I watched it. Um, like... I thought it was a good trailer, but I didn't think it was anything like groundbreaking in a trailer. But I also didn't expect it to be. I don't yeah. expect you... it to be. I just don't want to get too hype about that one. Yeah. I don't think this trailer is going to put you overly hyped. Um. It just shows a bunch of random Star Wars characters. You see a 10-year-old Luke Skywalker. That's really about the biggest reveal in the trailer. A bunch of red lightsabers show up over the course of it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, it's it's nothing. I don't think it's anything where you're going to watch it and be like, Oh, my God! No, we, um, I'm pumped. I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm more excited for it because I know the weather's going to be better when it comes out. So like, I'm kind of like keeping those two things in mind. It's like, yo, when we finally get the series, it's going to be great because it's also going to be beautiful outside. Yep. And this is awesome. 
And anything else to add for this before I segue beautifully into the next segment? No, just uh, you know, if you are interested in Obi-Wan, the trailer is not going to be anything that I think is going to spoil too much of the show. Uh, go ahead and give it a watch. And you know, maybe you get a little bit more hyped than you were. Exactly. And then also, you know what comes around this time of year where the weather starts to get better? Baseball. Yes. And finally, the millionaires and the billionaires fighting each other for who gets more of my money decided we're going to go play our goofy little sport that children learn how to play when they're five. <laughs> yes. um, I know I've said this. I'm still a little bit demure pertaining to baseball with the amount of strikes or loss of games or loss of play that have occurred. This one kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't think I'll be buying or investing money outside of tickets potentially into any merchandise this year. Just as a fan, I am not really happy with the way things have gone. But, you know, here we are. It's We, we do have baseball back. I will be appreciative of that fact when it's like a Thursday night and there's nothing really going on, there's nothing on TV. To know that we can just have baseball there is fantastic. Yeah, and I'm in this really stupid spot where I am stuck because Bally Sports Ohio is still only on DirecTV and cable. Mm. And I don't know when that's going to change. You know, I was living with my parents last year waiting for our house to be built, so I had access to that to watch as many Reds games as I want, but I moved here with YouTube TV. Yeah. And... I will not have a direct TV dish put on the side of my house. No. I'm just not going to. And I will not pay cable prices. So I am in this really weird spot where I don't know how I'm going to watch the Reds this year. And I may just have to stream them on my phone uh, over 700 WLW because I really don't know otherwise how I'm going to get this done. My only hope is that Bally Sports Ohio releases their streaming <coughs> excuse me their streaming app their streaming app that they've been talking about for a while now well it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting i think we're still pretty content with the youtube tv um you know on more than one occasion even thinking about it now we're like you know we've said in passing what I can't believe we didn't do this sooner. Um, But we still get, like, there's still Blackhawks games. There's still White Sox games. Obviously, we are not paying for whatever that atrocious subscription service is to watch Cubs games. Um, I mean, other than that, like, we haven't really noticed much of a change. And the funny thing is, where YouTube TV shows you, like, here's your most watched. We only have three things on there. Oh, I know. Dynamite? Yeah. Fast Foodies? And 90 Day Fiance. We, there's nothing else listed. And we've had it almost a month. No, I um, 
dude, I, I can't stress this enough. Like I've been using YouTube TV for years other than the last year when we, you know, we're living with my parents and there's no reason for me to pay for a service when they already have one. Um, and it's fantastic. Like there's actually, there's a way that you can arrange the channels by your most watched as well. Wait, what? Uh, on the channel guide, uh, in the top left-hand corner, there's an option. You can do alphabetical, you can do custom, and you can also do most watched. And it's, just, it's great because like TBS, TNT, and True TV just sit right at the top at all times. Okay. I am going to, we are going to have to sit down and correct that to make things so much easier until we realize we're paying for all these channels and we watch four. <laughs> yeah, I've... I've, I've considered because there are, there are other options out there that allow you to have fewer channels, right? Like not YouTube TV or whatever, but it's still, I'm still just left with like, I'm not going to jump off of this bandwagon that I have actually really enjoyed yeah. uh, for something that is actually inferior. That's fair. Um, so yes, roundabout. Baseball's back. I think there will be a moment where I am very happy that it is. I think it'll be when the weather's nice and it's like a sunny afternoon and you're just sitting there with a nice cool breeze and it's just the sound and the smells of the park. And obviously I think it goes without saying that we have every intention of once again coming down to your neck of the woods to be able to partake in many, many things. Cincinnati-based, including ice cream, baseball, and potentially national parks a little bit further south. <laughs> national parks? Uh, Mammoth Caves. Oh, okay. I'm like, we don't uh, by a have little bit national south, parks south, in our area. South, south, south. South, south, south. <laughs> and then we all load in the car and go to uh, that, what's it called? Mrs. Sanders' dinner house and have the original KFC in Louisville. No, 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 no. The the only discussions we have had have been we're doing Montgomery in again. <laughs> we're getting Jennies. We're getting graders. Jungle Jim Jordans, which I feel terrible saying that because fuck that guy. Um, but Jungle Jim's for sure. And then we have to get back so we can feed giraffes and see the hippopotamus. <laughs> and we're not going to go into why that's funny. It's not really. I mean, looking back, it's like, whew, what a day. But there there has to be, you know, Return of the Jedi is going to be Ashley's triumphant return to the Cincinnati Zoo. Look, we're not going to explain it, but we're just going to say Johnny's going to have to wear a disguise because he's been officially banned from Fiona's area at the zoo. I mean, listen, they didn't tell me I had to keep my pants on, but when they're like, just don't swim in the pool, I was like, okay. Well, they can't see me if I'm naked because the sun's too bright and I'm super white and my body reflects. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we definitely want to make another return trip down to Cincinnati. And I think it'll be, um, we'll try to plan like a nice bit of a longer weekend with with you guys and being able to spend some time together and check out your brand new, beautiful home. We're We're really excited to come down and get like some type of, Awesome, nerdy, or delicious housewarming gift. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe both. Because beautiful and delicious just sounds like pizza in the city of Chicago. I, I'm I'm all for delicious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's uh, 
there's no shortage of things going on. Richard, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to be able to discuss this week. What's We've the... already discussed most of them, I believe. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> no Way Home's coming home one week early. Right. If you have been sitting there thinking, I sure would like to watch Spider-Man in the comfort of my own home, I hate that I have to wait until the 22nd. You don't. <laughs> only have to wait until Tuesday. Yep. They're dropping it early because someone out there that potentially, theoretically, somehow got a copy and released it to the masses forced their hand to release early. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. No Way Home released in China. And <laughs> uh, let's see, three hours later, because of the runtime, an HD copy of it showed up on Plex servers around the world. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the 4K Blu-ray has also gotten into people's hands, so expect a 4K copy of it to show up as well. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I'm really excited. Uh, three days for Spider-Man No Way Home to be available. Um, I watched it <laughs> twice in theaters. I would love to watch it again. And I will do so the first moment that I can. See, it's so funny that you say that. Um, I felt that for Ghostbusters. I don't have the same vibe for the newest Spider-Man film to go back and rewatch. And I, it's, it's not that it wasn't good. I just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I don't have that. Like, I don't have that drive to be like, Oh man, I want to rewatch that to see if there's something I missed. It was great in the moment. The peak for me, I know this is going to sound terrible. It's not terrible, but like the peak for me was him sitting in the kitchen and Matt Murdock sitting down at the table. It's been out long enough. I'm not worried about spoilers. Y'all can just suck it. <laughs> um, that was like, th- that was probably one of the coolest moments in Marvel cinematic timeline period. Because you know how much I love Daredevil as a character. I like, man, I think we all do. I think we all love the Netflix series. Greg, I, you did enjoy it, right? Like, did you watch it? Never watched it. <laughs> I was going to ask you who Matt Murdock was. Uh, you you never watched it at all? Nope. Not once. I legitimately thought you did. No, I just, I, I wasn't sure. I, no. I'd rather just ask and be like, Greg loved it. And Greg's like, I never saw it. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. kind of what you just did. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, those of us that saw it enjoyed it. So I was very happy to see him show up in the most recent Spider-Man film. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I I like that moment as well. And there are a lot of other moments that I really enjoyed. So I'm, I am really excited to sit down and watch it again. But I we had this conversation the other day. I kind of get where you're coming from. Like, I saw Spider-Man Far From Home in theaters. And I've never watched it again. Yeah. And I love that movie. Like, I've not, there's nothing wrong with it. And I, I've seen bits and pieces of it on FX recently. But I've never sat down and watched the entire thing open to close. Yeah. It's... I don't know outside of Guardians and maybe the first two or three films or like Thor Ragnarok that there's any of those that I do sit down and rewatch. I've rewatched Civil War a bunch. Yeah. Black Panther, Ragnarok like the original Iron Man, Captain America, that sort of like, but I just, it's not like I find with Star Wars where like 
every year. I just want to sit down and rewatch them. You know what I mean? Because I still enjoy going back to that. I don't really. I just I don't I I don't know I don't know why. I just don't feel like a lot of them have that rewatch factor. They're like, oh, you just listed so many. I'm like, we're 23, 24 films now. More? Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, for example, I've rewatched both Ant Man movies a bunch of times. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I love the Ant-Man movies. Well, I do too. I just, I I don't know. It's But I, no. I do get what you're saying in that I don't necessarily sit down and rewatch each movie over and over again. But there will be a point where, like, in particular, like, you know, FX, another one of my most watched channels, um... I'll just flip it on and it'll be like, oh, FX is showing Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp back to back. Okay. But I, (coughs) God damn it. Sorry, I haven't taken my allergy medication yet today. No, it's all good. Um, Um, I'm at the cut all that anyway, so. But no, I I, I do get what you're saying. Like, I, I don't. I don't purposely sit down and rewatch a lot of movies now. And and I think that's yeah. just in general. Like yep. I know that my, my wife will sit down and she'll be like, Hey, you want to watch uh, ready player one again? And I'm like, Oh, you know what? Okay. But like, <laughs> and then you spend 85% of the time on your phone anyway. And it doesn't matter. Well, it's like, I, I have so many different streaming services that are offering so many different new movies yeah. all the time that I'm more just sitting down trying to find something new to watch instead of going back to old reliable. Yep. Well, you know what the nice thing is? Guess what? We're not going to have to worry about rewatching this year. What's that? Aquaman or the flash. They've both been pushed back to 2023. Yeah. I don't get that. Considering they just ran them before. And I did hear that they ran them in some sort of like real before the Batman where they're like, trying to promote everything for this year and yeah. now it makes no sense. Yeah. That's <laughs> so it was supposed to be November for the flash. Now it's going to be June and it was supposed to be December for Aquaman. And now it's going to be March 23. I think I'm pretty sure that's the two new. So Aquaman in March of 23 and the flash in, which is weird because now the delay is less for Aquaman than it is for the flash. So I wonder, was there like edits that it like makes more sense to release Aquaman first now and then the flash. Cause that seems like a really weird shift. I, I don't know. And that's, that's the part where like, they haven't really said anything that I've seen at least about the reasons why I know that. Yeah. Um, it, well, and what's weird is they move Shazam up. Yeah. Aquaman moved out of December and you were like, oh good, they're getting away from that Avatar release. And then they're like, no, no, we're we're going Shazam head to head. Look, I don't care about Avatar. I, I've said this, anyone who will listen. I thought the first movie was okay when I watched it in theaters. I thought it was kind of awful the second time that I watched it. I haven't even seen it a second time. I, I saw it in theaters with... Greg, did you go with me and see it in theaters? Mm-hmm. Okay. We did. We saw it in theaters. It was a like two and a half hour movie. We drank butter beer in the theater uh, lounge <laughs> beforehand, and which made it so much better. It did. It, it's the only way that honestly, the only way you can get through the first like hour of that movie is to be tipsy. Yeah. 
Well, it's one of the only movies we saw that way, by the way. The, uh, you know, we've gone from doing it in December to doing it in March. I am team don't fuck fish, so it's fine. <laughs> so, I, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm really curious as to their reasoning behind it. I'm happy Shazam moved up, but yeah. I think it, putting it against Avatar is worrisome because it, as much as I and other people may not really like Avatar very much, it still made $3 billion, so someone saw it and liked it. It's still it's still a very visually striking movie. It is. That's... Not if you like if you hate the plot, <clears throat> but visually it's amazing. It's yeah. but at the same time, like, and I know that that will change for this one. But if you go back and you rewatch that movie now, it does not age well. No. By way of um, visual effects. So that means how old new... is that movie now? Eh, it's like twelve. Yeah. Well, so a lot of things happen. So the remainder of 2022, our release slate goes as follows because this is including the changes. Morbius in April, Doctor Strange 2 in May, July 8th for Thor Love and Thunder, Spider-Man October 7th across the Spider-Verse. Now it's only part one. It's a two-part two part film now? Is that the animated one? Yeah. And then Spider-Man. we have Black Adam in October, Black Panther in November, and December is going to be Shazam. So I I am curious to see. I still feel like Morbius is going to get delayed again for some reason. It's, I don't know. They're, they're doing premieres and stuff. It's coming. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that'll be a uh, digital special for myself. Um, I think the next one I'll probably see in theater. I'm not going to go for Doctor Strange 2 in theaters. I know. It's, I know. <gasps> but honestly, Thor and maybe Shazam. I think will probably be the only ones. I don't have any interest in Black Panther anymore. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. We'll I, I I am at a point where I will still continue to see things in theaters, but like for Batman, I wore a mask. I'm I'm not going yeah. into a crowded theater and just expose no. myself to whatever's in there. So yep. I, I have these really nice uh, N95 masks that I consider to be incredibly breathable. I popped it out. I took it in with me. Uh, what was funny is was about two hours into the movie, uh, the strap broke. So I ended up having to pull the strap around my ear and tie it into a knot to continue to hold the mask on my face. Did your noggin grow? How did it break? I reached over to adjust it. Oh. I just picture Richard sitting in the movie theater and his head getting a little bigger. <laughs> Looking like Megamind by the time he leaves. Well, that's <laughs> that's what it, the movie did to me. Yeah. Well, I will... I We get to go see it today. I will be able to provide a little more feedback on it next weekend. Uh, but it is St. Patrick's Day here in Chicago today. So we have our beautiful festival of green river we actually have also have a bottle of green river soda which is awesome but beyond that is there anything else you guys wanted to be able to touch on today Mm, yeah you you have a pizza place that you were talking about oh 
football, but then I got to talk about it and then be mad that we don't have one here yet. Tabernacle. I'm pretty sure you have plenty of other pizza places that you could order listen, from. Listen, listen. I can't get a Bret Hart pizza from any of those places yet, it's Richard. A, it's a Supreme. Stop right now. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, including all the vegetables your slanderous bullshit was spewed out about. Look, Greg and I both agreed those are too many of certain vegetables on there. <laughs> if you, look, here's the deal. Bret Hart's color is pink. None of those vegetables are even pink. If they had worked it out so that he they had added like tomatoes on there, I would have been fine with that. I will have none of this slander. There's nothing wrong with vegetables on an item that has a primary ingredient that is also a vegetable. Besides that, there is also other options. There's the four cheeses of McFoley. Um, this place is called Powerbomb Pizza. I believe powerbombpizza.com. It is tied into pro wrestling tees. They have locations in California, Nevada, and you said Brooklyn right now? Yeah, in New York. So they do have it. There's no physical space for these. It is online delivery only. Um, but they have like a Rob Van Dam pizza, the Bret Hart, shut your mouth, Vader, uh, the Godfather, which was a curious marketing tactic. Eddie Guerrero's Latino heat wings. <laughs> yep. Um, and Piper's barbecue pit pizza, which is a barbecue chicken pizza. Um, a portion of every sale goes to the wrestlers families it's a little bit sad and bittersweet that most of the people list like a few of the people listed there. This is going to help their families because they were the primary source of the income for those families as well. And they are no longer with us. So I think when these come around, definitely going to be doing the Piper's pit barbecue pizza. Um, definitely going to do the, Air <laughs> the Eddie Guerrero chicken wings. Um, but they also have Gangrel's Fantastic Garlic Breadsticks, which is hilarious for a million reasons. <laughs> it's kayfabe pie. This is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, I don't understand why Gangrel would make something that could technically kill him. It doesn't make sense why Brutus the Barber has cheesecake. <laughs> uh, but does it? No, it doesn't make sense. It's fine. It's fine. But I feel it? like they could have they could have done a million other things there. It literally Brutus the Barber beef cake. You couldn't have turned some sort of beef thing into a pie. But does it? You're doing a virtual book, virtual thing. It's you left it. You left a meatball over the plate. There's your marketing. Um, but they also have the Legion of Doom Chicago Street Fight Pizza, which <laughs> Richard is like, yes. Italian beef, jardinera, and mozzarella. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Had me right there. So that the money of that will go to the Laurinaitis family, which is awesome. The good Laurinaitis. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I'm I'm excited to see if Powerbomb Pizza opens up a spot here. We'll make sure we tag them in this episode because we gave them a little bit of love. We're excited to see what they do, and we love what their mission is. And for people who have always been like, I want to support wrestlers some other way and you don't want to have a closet full of 150,000 shirts like I feel some people have um get yourself a pizza does the same thing hey man as I found out those shirts are good investments they can be if you hang on to them long enough yes apparently <laughs> uh 20 years is right around the correct amount of time two decades of keeping a t-shirt I could never I have one shirt I've had that long and it's my misfits t-shirt and it decayed so badly, I, I had to take the sleeves off 
and it is now a gym shirt and it is quickly disappearing from existence that way. Uh, it honestly, with me, it just came down to the fact that I didn't wear any of these shirts for in most yeah. cases, well over a decade. Yeah. But no, that's uh, I think that's pretty cool. I like the idea of that. And hopefully there's going to be a bunch more locations popping up to uh, allow people to be able to order and support their potential, you know, favorite legacy wrestler from the past. Uh, Greg, if they want to get a hold of you and ask you what's going on with Chelsea and the potential sale of the football club, how can they reach you? At Woe Gregory. And Richard, if they want to get a hold of you and tell you to stop being a slanderous blasphemer of all things delicious, how can they get a hold of you? At Richard Versus. And you can contact me through our Versus Podcast Twitter handle, which is at Versus Podcast, followed by the underscore. Beyond that, have a safe St. Patrick's Day, everybody. And we will be here next week to be able to discuss the Batman. Have a good weekend. <laughs>